الحمد لله وكفى والسلام على عباده الذين استفى أما بعد أول بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم يا أيها الذين آمنوا اذكروا الله ذكرا كثيرا سبحان ربك رب العزة أما يصفون والسلام على المرسلين والحمد لله رب العالمين اللهم صل على سيدنا محمد وعلى آله سيدنا محمد وبارك وسلم اللهم صل على سيدنا محمد وعلى آله سيدنا محمد وبارك If ever a person wants to go somewhere they want to travel from one place to the other they want to reach a destination so there are two things that they will need in order to travel that journey. The first thing is they must know the way to their destination. They must know how to get where they're going. And the second, they must be able to make that journey. Let's take it's a car journey. They must know the road or have some navigation that can guide them along that road. And second, there must be fuel patrol in their car in order for them to reach that journey. In our deen, ilm, ilm of Qur'an, ilm of sunnah, knowledge of what Allah SWT wants from us, ma laha wa ma alayha, knowledge of fiqh, what pleases Allah SWT. That is the knowledge of the road and the path. But if a person doesn't have the zikr of Allah SWT in their heart, they won't reach their destination. In fact, almost every single Muslim alive, Allah Akbar Kabira, almost every single Muslim alive is living in this condition that they know more and they practice less. They know more and they practice less. Yes, there may be many things they don't know. Maybe they have not yet learned their entire deen. But from whatever knowledge they have, they're not practicing all of it. But that's not true for them in dunya. Whatever they know about dunya, they use it. Whatever skill they have, they use it. Whatever ability they have, they use it. They will make sure that whatever knowledge of dunya I have, I use 100% of it to earn my living. In fact, after using 100% of that knowledge, they even try to know more about how to make more money in dunya. But when it comes to deen, they don't have 100% knowledge of deen. But that's not really the problem. The problem is whatever they know, they don't do amal on it, they don't practice it. So just like that, the person knows the road, knows the path, but they're not able to move in that direction because they don't have the fuel, the patrol in their car. Just like that, the person who doesn't practice what they know doesn't do amal on their ilm, that is because of the lack of zikr of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Now let me make it clear, by zikr right now, I don't mean any particular way of making zikr. Sitting in a corner and moving your tongue, or sitting in a corner and making zikr with your heart. By zikr I mean awareness and remembrance of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. All of the azkar taught by all of the mashayikh are taught for the reason that a person's heart should always feel the awareness of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. 
Zikr is a zariya, is a zikr is a means to a goal. The maqsad, maqsud, the goal is to always be aware of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So when a person doesn't practice what they know, it's because they're unaware of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. They're less aware of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. They're less conscious of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. They have less feelings for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Therefore, they're not able to practice what they know. They don't practice what they know. This is one crisis that we are in. There are even people who may make different zikrs with tasbih, different zikr in the corner, silently or out loud. They also fall in this category. Even though they make these azkar, they also don't practice what they know. They might be even praying five times a day. They might even be reciting Quran every day. They might be making different azkar every day. Still they don't practice what they know. So if you ask that person, that okay, this was an opportunity, for example, you know that you're supposed to lower your gaze and you didn't practice it. So at that moment when you didn't practice it, were you remembering Allah Ta'ala? Were you making some zikr? Were you remembering Allah Ta'ala? You will say, no, at that time I forgot Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala. At that time I was unaware of Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala. Had I been aware of Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala, how could I have ever looked at that ghair mihram while being aware of Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala? Cognizant of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. The best of them will say, I was aware, I was aware of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, but I wanted to look. So what did I do? I stamped out my awareness first and then I looked second. I made myself forget Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and then I looked second. They also know. Same thing a person wakes up for Fajr, alarm rings. They're aware of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. They know why the alarm rang. They set the alarm. Now they know they have a choice. Either they can get up or they can roll over and sleep. And when they wake up, they're awake, alert. So they make a decision. Now while being aware of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, it's not possible to keep sleeping. So the person stamps out his awareness of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala so he can keep sleeping. So either they don't have that remembrance of Allah ta'ala, that's why they committed the sin, that's why they failed to do amal, or they had some awareness but they themselves snuffed out that awareness so that they could practice whatever they wanted, whatever sin they wanted to do. This is why Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said in Quran al-Kareem, Ya ayyuhalladheena amunat kurullaha zikran kathira. That all you who believe you must remember Allah ta'ala a lot. It doesn't mean make talawat a lot, make dhrushif a lot, make maraqba a lot. It means you must remember Allah. You must be in a state in which you are always remembering Allah. When you always remember Allah Ta'ala, then you will practice your knowledge. So again you ask a person, okay, there was a time when you could have looked and you I noticed you, you lowered your gaze. I noticed that. What happened? So what will he say? He will say, at that moment, I remembered Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. I was aware of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. I remembered that Allah is looking at me. I remembered that Allah is aware of me. That helped me stay away, helped me practice what I knew. That's the only answer you can give. There's no other answer possible. There's no way that a person forgets Allah, unaware of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, and they practice their knowledge. No way. He goes, I remembered Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. You say, oh, I saw this person, he said something to you. Normally you would have gotten angry at that. 
But I observed today that you didn't get angry. Why? You practice what you know that you're not supposed to get angry. So yes, I remembered Allah SWT. You're 100% right. Normally I would have gotten provoked by this statement. But I remembered Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala because I remembered Allah ta'ala I was able to control my anger. That's the real zikr. All of the steps of zikr taught by Mashaikh are only to reach this goal of zikr. To make a person zakir. Like Allah ta'ala said in Quran, وَالذَّاكِرِينَ وَالذَّاكِرِينَ اللَّهَ كَثِيرًا Those people who remember Allah ta'ala a lot. You remember Allah all the time. الَّذِينَ يَذْكُرُونَ اللَّهَ قِيَامًا وَكَعُونَ وَعَلَى جُنُوبِهِمْ There are such people, they remember Allah standing, sitting, lying down. رِجَالُ اللَّهِ تُلْهِيهِمْ تِجَارَةٌ وَلَا بَيْءٌ أَنْ ذِكْرِ اللَّهِ There are such people that nothing in the world can make them forget Allah SWT. They always remember Allah so they're able to practice what they know and they're able to stay away from sin. Look, Allah Ta'ala also explained this in the Quran. So what do we have to do? We have to leave sin. That's a whole separate band. Leaving sin. Leave all the sin that you do outwardly. Leave all the sin that you do inwardly. Who can leave sin? The one who remembers Allah Ta'ala. They stop their nafs from their slightest desires, who? That one who remembered Allah Ta'ala, remembered the majesty of Allah Ta'ala, remembered that he is going to stand one day on the Day of Judgment in front of Allah Subhanahu Ta'ala. When he remembered all of these things, he was able to stop his nafs from his whims and passions. And the person who forgets these things, who totally forgets Akhirah, forgets Yom Al-Qiyamah, he can do anything. Anything he can do, any sin, and he can leave any good deed. Anything. Missing prayer is easy for such a person. Getting angry is easy for such a person. Lying, stealing, cheating is easy for such a person. They can do anything. Then they forget Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Actually, the real purpose of zikr is to reach a state like that, that a person is always remembering Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. That's the zikr that when Mashaikh say if a person becomes zakir, he becomes the wali of Allah SWT. It doesn't mean if he says something so many thousands of times he becomes the wali of Allah SWT. It means that when he always remembers Allah SWT, then he will never disobey Allah SWT. And Allah Ta'ala said in Quran, in awliya'uhu illa al-muttakoon, that who are the awliya'ullah, who is the wali of Allah Ta'ala, except the person of taqwa, the one who never does any sin. So zikr leads to taqwa, taqwa equals wilaya. But again, not just this zikr, this zikr, really, truly, always being aware of Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala. Really, truly, always being aware of Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala. And this is why Allah Ta'ala in Quran mentioned when shaitan. Now shaitan is our most die-hard enemy. Now there are two things that make him die-hard enemy. Let's just take that word die-hard enemy in English. First understand, who would you call your die-hard enemy? Number one, the one who's out to get you. He's out to get you no matter what. He's out to get you non-stop, unrelenting. He will never ever give up. Ya Allah, 
your lifelong enemy. 24-7 lifelong until you enter your grave. Even five seconds before the angel of death comes and take your ruh, even then Iblis will try to distract you. Allahu Akbar Kibira, hardcore enemy, diehard enemy. But there's a second thing also. He also knows you. He knows you. He knows about you. He can observe you. He knows and he's observed you. He can watch you. He can look at you. He can see the sins that you like to do. He can plan his wasus accordingly. Allahu Akbar. It's an enemy like that. It's like an enemy inside the inside insider enemy. Allahu Akbar. Hmm? So now, the third thing, he has a lot of experience. A lot of experience. You're not the first human being he's had enmity for. Right from Sayyidina Adam alayhi salam up till now. That's billions. <laughs> billions and billions and billions of human beings. He's already spent thousands of years trying to keep billions of human beings away from taqwa. Ya Allah. <laughs> he's a highly experienced creature. Hmm? And he's going to bring all that experience to bear on you. Allahu Akbar Kabira. Must be very clever. Expert. Expert enemy. There is no greater expert at evil than shaitan. So that Allah Ta'ala in Quran describes his expertise. Describes his expertise. And what is that? Istahwada alayhim shaitan. فَأَنْسَاهُمْ ذِكْرَ اللَّهِ That shaitan afflicts them. And what does he do? فَأَنْسَاهُمْ He makes the believers. Who means believers? He makes the believers forget Allah. This is his expertise. His thousands of years trying to make billions of human beings distant from Allah Ta'ala led him to this conclusion that what does he have to do? All he has to do is make them forget to remember Allah. He has to make them empty of the remembrance of Allah. Again, it means remembrance. It doesn't mean that they leave there ten times saying this recitation after this prayer. No, no, no. He makes them forget to remember Allah. Why? There were all those opportunities in life. They were supposed to remember Allah. They heard Adhan. They were supposed to remember Allah. They were supposed to be loyal to their wife, remember Allah. Everything in life, every success in life, lay in this that they remembered Allah Ta'ala. So, you know, all I have to do is make them forget, all he has to do is make them forget Allah Subhanahu Ta'ala. Forget the remembrance of Allah Subhanahu Ta'ala. Allah Akbar Kabira. Forget the remembrance of Allah Subhanahu Ta'ala. Then Allah Ta'ala mentions in another verse, what does shaitan do? وَيَصُدُّكُمْ أَنْ ذِكْرِ اللَّهِ وَعَنِ الصَّلَاةِ That he will try to prevent you and stop you and seal the path to what? First he will try to prevent you from remembering Allah Ta'ala. Then he will try to prevent you from salah. So what is this? Salah is far, the zikr is nafil. Again, it's not talking about that zikr. <laughs> he will try to empty your heart of feelings for Allah Ta'ala. He will try to make you blank, blank. And then he will make you stop salah. He will prevent you from praying salah. 
No hurt for Kabira. Other than Altala mentioned third place in Quran, that who is it? What do they do when they save themselves from Shaitan? Inna ladina taqaw for the people of taqwa, the people who fear Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, the people who want to please Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, that if a whole group of the shayateen afflict them, afflict them and attack them, so what do they do? Tadakkaru. They remember Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. They go deep into the zikr of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Tadakkar means they remind themselves to remember. This is called tadakkar. Tadakkaru, they remind themselves to remember Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. They make themselves even more consciously aware of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. This is how the people of taqwa, they battle shaitan. So all these teachings of Mashaik are also the same thing. They train us, number one, to remember Allah ta'ala. Number two, they train us to remind ourselves to remember Allah ta'ala when there is something trying to distract us from Him. Exactly how Allah has mentioned in Quran al-Karim. Exactly how Allah has mentioned in Quran al-Karim. Then listen to another verse in the Quran. Now this is very relevant to many people in this day and age. Allah Ta'ala says in Quran, Ya yuhalladzina amanu So O oh, you who have iman. O oh, you who have iman. La tuhikum amwalakum wa awladukum anzikfillah Don't let your money, your wealth, your home, your watch, your property don't let your children, your worry for your children, your concern for your children's future, for their education, for their marriage, for their business. Don't let any of these things distract you from the zikr of Allah subhanahu wa So what does it mean? It doesn't mean don't let it distract you from making this tasbih. No, it means don't let these things even let you go slack. You shouldn't even slack or lapse in your remembrance of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. You have to keep your awareness and feelings full force. Don't even slacken a little bit. Now these things are tied. This isn't sin. This is a different topic. There's nothing to do with sin. Amwal, if you earned it in a halal way, it's halal for you. Halal. Awlaad, your children, not just halal. They're mahboob. They're mahboob. They're beloved. They're a bounty never from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Don't let your halal, treasured, beloved, honored bounties from Allah subhanahu wa don't even let that let you lapse in your remembrance of Allah ta'ala. Now imagine that Allah subhanahu wa who doesn't want even the halal, honorable things of this world to let us lapse in our zikr of Him, then how would Allah subhanahu wa ever accept? that we let the fuzul, love, the futile, extra, extraneous things, or that we let the sinful things in this world make us forget Allah subhanahu hmm? How would Allah subhanahu ever accept that when He doesn't even accept this? And anyone who does that, anyone who lets their lawful wealth and beloved children make them even slightly slack in the zikr of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. That these people are in complete and absolute loss. 
they will lose everything. Khusran, they will lose everything. They didn't sin. They didn't do anything. They just got a little bit caught up in this world. Even that in the lawful pleasures and enjoyment of the world. Anyone who does any such thing in the slightest. So what will happen to them? They are in complete loss. Allah Akbar It happens. It happens. There are people, despite the fact that Allah Ta'ala has blessed them with wealth, despite the fact that, that Allah Ta'ala has blessed them with children, despite the fact that Allah Ta'ala has blessed them with honor, He's given them so many bounties and blessings, still they don't practice what they know. They don't remember Allah SWT. Still, they disobey Allah SWT. They sin against Allah SWT. So can you imagine that? Hmm? Look, when you treat somebody, if you give them something, and then they don't listen to you, hmm? if you have a worker in your business or factory or shop, and you pay him above market wages, and you helped him out when he was in need, and you treat him kindly, and then he still doesn't work, how upset would you be? Hmm? How upset would you be? He slacks at work. That's just the word you use. He slacks. Hmm? You would be upset. Why? You'd be upset because, look, I've done everything for him, and he's still slacking. Look what Allah is saying in the Quran. Ya ayyuhalladina amanu. To every believer that Allah is saying, but don't you let yourself slack in the zikr of Allah subhanahu now to reach this level of zikr, this you cannot do on your own. You want to learn what tasbih to read, you can pick up so many books for that. You want to read some du'as in morning and evening, you can pick up so many books, you can self-teach yourself all of that. But you want to get this level of zikr, that you don't forget Allah Ta'ala, you're always aware of Allah Subhanahu Ta'ala, that even the lawful pleasures in the world don't let you lapse in your remembrance of Allah Ta'ala, if you want to get zikr to see it, that you have to learn from someone. Just like we take our tafsir from Mufassirin, we learn hadith from Muhaddithin, we accept fiqh from Fuqaha, you must learn zikr from Zakirin. You must learn zikr from Zakirin. If you want zikr to see it, you must learn that zikr from Zakirin Allah Kaseera. But people just don't realize that. There's a big misconception that learning zikr or taking the path of zikr just means that we'll tell you a few things to recite and you just have to sit in a corner and recite it. So that's all it was and yeah, you could learn that from a book. You can learn that from a book. This is a training. Yes, you will be given a few things to recite. That's just the beginning. <laughs> that's the very, very beginning. You know, like an athlete, they give him some exercises to do. That's his training, right? But the exercises are just the beginning. The purpose of those exercises is to bring him to a certain level of fitness and in that level of fitness he will be able to perform. The purpose of the exercises of zikr is to bring a person to a certain level of spiritual fitness and they will perform. The performance is called taqwa, the performance is called sunnah, the performance is called haya, the performance is called akhlaq, the performance is called practicing what you know. That's called the performance. Many people, they just keep it to the exercises. 
So because a lot of people who themselves outwardly profess that they are from the people of Tasawwuf, Tazkiyah, Zikr, and all they do is just the exercises, so ordinary people like you, you look at them and you say, well, what's this? What's the value in that? I can do that too. I can get anybody to tell me any tasbih to do. You don't realize. <laughs> maybe, maybe some of you have not yet realized it's much more than just an exercise. It's a training to bring yourself up to perpetual awareness of Allah Taala. That's the purpose of this path. To become a zakir. To always remember Allah Taala. Why? Because you need that. <laughs> You need that to protect yourself from shaitan. You need that to get taqwa. You need that to have haya. Any momentary lapse in zikr will cause you to fall into sin or something. Even a moment's lapse. That's why you'll meet some people. Maybe the best one will say, okay, I haven't missed a prayer in three months. So it doesn't mean you miss it once every three months. It's a lapse, right? It's a lapse. Maybe somebody says, I miss a prayer once a year. It's still a lapse. It's still a problem. Still a problem. Maybe somebody says, 90% of the women around me, I don't look at them. But you look at 10%, it's still a problem. It's still a problem. Maybe a person says that most times I don't get angry. Every now and then. It's still a problem. It's a problem. It, but only when the believer starts thinking like that, only that believer who wants to rid themselves entirely of sin, only that believer who truly wants to practice everything they have ever learned on deen, only that believer will sincerely become a student on this path of zikr. Because they won't keep the zikr just for the exercise. They will do zikr in order to get the goal, the maqsad, the maqsud, the murad, the matloob, means the object, the goal, the objective. The dream that I also want to be from those people who never forget Allah. I also want to live my entire life in a state of awareness of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. That person will take it seriously. That's your choice. Look, in dunya, if there are people who don't take it seriously, that doesn't deter you. You have never let yourself stop being talib of the dunya because of the lazy people in the world. No way. You will just say, but they're wrong. I'm going to be hardworking. I'm going to be disciplined. So if you happen to have in your circle, whether it's your friends, your family, your neighbor, you happen to have some non-serious students of zikr in your circle. Maybe some of them are my students. It's also possible. <laughs> yeah, it's possible. That should not deter you. <laughs> from becoming serious, from taking it seriously, from working hard and becoming disciplined and wanting to always remember Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. It's a problem with believers today, they're always looking left and right, always looking at others. You need to look at yourself and your own heart and your own relationship with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. You need to reflect on your own book of deeds you should call yourself to account before you stand in front of Allah It makes no difference whatsoever how well or how poorly anybody else does zikr. The only thing that's going to matter in the Day of Judgment is how much you were able to be aware of Allah Ta'ala and how much that awareness saved you from falling into sin. What difference does it make to you?
But this constant looking and examining and comparatively assessing, hmm? foolish. And doubly foolish for that person who doesn't do it in dunya. Hmm? In dunya, mashallah, so disciplined, so hard working, so dynamic. Hmm? <coughs> and this will be a good student. He prides himself on this, that there may be ten lazy boys in my class, but I don't let it affect me. Allah Akbar. Subhanallah. This is called the path of zikr. This is called the path of zikr. So, unless you reach this goal that Allah Ta'ala has mentioned in the Quran, Iman is not fully complete. Any place Allah Ta'ala says in the Quran, Ya ayyuhalladzina amanu. And then if you don't have that in you, Iman is not full strength yet. So do we have this or not? La tulhukum. That your children, la tulhukum awladukum wa la amwalukum. That your children and your wealth, la tulhukum amwalukum wa la awladukum. Your wealth and your children, neither of them are ever able to make you forget Allah SWT. If you don't have that yet, you need to work on it. It's that simple. You don't work on it to become Sufi. You don't work on it to get some fancy philosophy, ideology. You work on this to become part of this I. That's why zikr is taught. That's why zikr is learnt. Alhamdulillah, there were places in this ummah where zikr was taught. One of our teachers in one of our institutes, he recently compiled a work on this topic. And we may inshallah try to bring some of that in English. So there's this notion, people wonder that, when did this effort start? So he has established through documentary evidence, right from the time of the Salaf Salihin, from the time of Tabin, this became a full-fledged effort in this Ummah, right from the time of Tabai Tabin. What was that? That people would spend some time training themselves to remember Allah Ta'ala all the time, so that they would never forget Him again. And then there was the place of this training. In Arabic it was called Zawiya. Then later when this training spread in the Persian lands, it was called Hanka. Then later when it spread in the Turkic Central Asian lands, it was called Teki. This was this place of training. Now that place was a masjid. It wasn't some other building. It was a masjid. But like if you have a masjid where they teach all of this and all of Hadith, we can call that masjid a madras also. We will call that masjid a darlum also. And some masjid, they don't have such... Training and knowledge. So we won't call it a darloom in a madrasa. Just like that, not every masjid has such training in it. Not every masjid has this training. But how can a person be trained to remember Allah Ta'ala so much that the feeling of remembrance then enters their heart and they never forget Allah Ta'ala again. Not every masjid offers that training. Those masjids that offered that training, that was called khanta. In Persian, called zawiya Arabic. From the time of Tabai Tabin, we find the use of this word Zawiya. Allah Akbar Kabira. Now, Zawiya in Arabic, it means to take a path, a tack, a direction. Your Zawiya. Like they even use this term in, in Arabic for in math and geometry. It's a tack, it's a vector, basically. Alright? So, Zawiya meant that a person felt in my life, I'm meandering, I'm wandering around. Sometimes I live for the sake of Allah SWT. And sometimes I live for the sake of dunya, and sometimes I live for the sake of my nafs, 
and sometimes I look for the sake of makhluk creation. So I want to fix that. I want to have a one-track life, zawi, one-track life. That now I no longer want to live my life for the sake of my nafs, nor for dunya, nor for anyone in creation makhluk. I want to live my entire life for the sake of Allah. I need to be trained in that. I need to be trained in that. I need to go sit with those people who live their life only for the sake of Allah Ta'ala. This is why Allah Ta'ala said in the Quran, Ya ayyuhal ladheena amanu taqullaha wa koonu ma'asadikeen. Koonu ma'asadikeen. Spend your time and be with those who truly live their life for Allah. Who truly live their life for Allah. Because we do that sometimes. Right? Obviously we come to masjid, we're doing it for the sake of Allah Subhanahu wa ta'ala. But we're not doing it all the time. You don't have to be in the masjid all the time. Even the factory can be for the sake of Allah Ta'ala. Even the office can be for the sake of Allah Subhanahu wa ta'ala. Even the market can be for the sake of Allah Subhanahu wa ta'ala. When your heart is full of the zikr of Allah Subhanahu wa ta'ala. When your heart is full of the zikr of Allah Subhanahu wa ta'ala. So people used to go to learn this. People used to go to learn this. And the great tradition of our ulama of Hind, ulama of Duban, is full of this. Malana Qasim Nanotariya He had a room, if you go to Darulam Duban, in the old masjid, that room is still there. This was the room where he used to make the zikr of Allah Subhanahu Then this was the room where he used to sit with the students of knowledge. In fact, Malana Qasim Nanotariya he never even taught. He actually didn't teach sabak. He didn't, he didn't teach a class or a subject in that institute. He, this is what he used to do. He used to sit in that room and make zikr, and students used to sit with him in that room, and he would sit with them. He would sit with them. He would train them. Yes, he would train them sometimes on subtle points of knowledge. He would train them how to do khidmat and dawat of deen, and he would train them how to remember Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. He would train them how to remember Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. He himself was trained and he trained others how to remember Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So this has actually become such a confusion that it almost, almost become like a fitna in this day and age. That people don't understand what it means, means to be zikr of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. They don't understand the purpose of the zikr of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And because of that, they're leading happy-go-lucky, worldly dunya lives. And they keep living like that. Yes, they may sprinkle a little bit on it. Maybe sometimes times they go for Umrah. Maybe sometimes they come for Bayan. Maybe sometimes they give some charity. They sprinkle a little bit. But they haven't fulfilled the vision that Allah Ta'ala has for us in Qur'an. They haven't come to this level of Ya ayyuhal ladheena amanu kurullaha zikran kazeena. They don't have that in them. Our whole life is to become the way Allah Ta'ala has mentioned that He wants us, how He wants us to be in Qur'an al-Kareem. How He wants us to be in Qur'an al-Kareem. Then Allah Ta'ala explained, lest anybody think that I can't do it because I'm busy, Allah Ta'ala explained in Qur'an, فَإِذَا فَرَغْتَ فَانْسَبُ إِلَىٰ رَبِّكَ فَرْغَبْ that when you become free from your collective duties, from your family life, from your work office duties, when you become free from your work of deen, from teaching ilm, from doing dawah, from doing khidmat of the poor, whenever you become free from all of those things, 
Fansab. Become firm, steadfast. Don't fall back into recreation, leisure, pleasure. وَإِلَىٰ رَبِّكَ فَرْغَبْ And turn to your Rabb in longing and yearning. Have you observed this? Even people of deen, whenever they're free, they start surfing. When they're free, they start, they start chatting. When they're free, they start all types of hobbies and activities and pastimes. That's what they do in their free time. Even people of deen, even people of deen, they spend so much of their free time in the ghafla. Now, okay, let's take the person of dunya, the person who works, a businessman, whatever. So he should be doubly worried. Okay, that person of deen, at least they spent most of their time teaching deen, ilm, dawah, khidmat, etc. This is the person of dunya. He should be even more careful that my free time should have some element of deen in it. But this person also, what does he do in evenings and weekends? Just surfing. Surfing, slacking, hobbies, pastimes, sports, all the long list of things. Long list of things. Why? Because they don't have the zikr of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in their heart. They don't have the zikr of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in their heart. The last thing I will tell you tonight is something practical. It's a practical thing. Practical thing, and few of you have <coughs> sat with us before would have already heard this. Understand this very carefully tonight. The practical aspect of zikr. Whenever you make any kind of zikr whatsoever, whenever you make any kind of zikr whatsoever, you get one thing instantly, and that is you will get the ajr, sawab, you will get the rewards for that. Certain good deeds will be written in your book of deeds because you did something good. So you will get the reward for it and you will get the good deeds for it for any and every form of zikr that you do. However, there's a second thing that a person could and is supposed to get from their zikr. And that is called tazkiyah. That means that that zikr purified my heart. That zikr made me remember Allah Ta'ala more in the workplace. That zikr helped me lower my gaze. That zikr helped me have more taqwa. That zikr helped me control my anger. This is the second thing. This is second. This is different from the reward and virtues and merits of zikr. So this is called tazkiyah. That zikr had a purifying effect on me. And that brought me qurb. That made me more closer to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Tazkiyah and qurb. Now understand that not every zikr will give you tazkiyah and kurd. Every zikr that you do, you will get reward and, and merits for it, good deeds for it. But not every zikr you do will you get tazkiyah and kurd. So which zikr, which zikr will get you tazkiyah and kurd? So I'm going to say it to you in a trick way. Which zikr will get you tazkiyah and kurd? That zikr that you do with zikr. That zikr that you do with zikr. What does it mean? That that form of remembering Allah Ta'ala that you do while truly feeling feelings of awareness and remembrance for him in your heart. So for example, if you pick up a tasbih and you roll off anything, well it's from hadith also. You roll off any tasbih hundred times, but your heart was empty of any awareness of Allah Ta'ala. 
you were not remembering Allah Ta'ala. Let's say, for example, you take some salawat, that's in hadith, and you roll it off a hundred times. But the whole time you're reciting that salawat, your mind is thinking about dunya. Your heart is not even feeling any feeling of love for Nabi Akareem Sallallahu Alaihi You're just rolling it off your tongue. So what will happen? You will get, I told you, any zikr you do, you will instantly, instantly get, you will get the reward for that Darud Salawat. You will get good deeds written in your book of deeds. However, that Salawat Darud, because you did it with an empty, absent heart, it will not do your tazkiyah, it will not bring you closer to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, it won't change you as a person. It won't change you as a person. That's why so many people who know people who do empty-hearted zikr, they say this about them, that I don't understand what's the point of this whole path of zikr. I've seen my friend, he became student of Sheikh, and he started holding tasbih in his hand, but he's the same person. <laughs> he has the same anger in him, he does the same things, he does this, he does that. These whole people, they get confused. Hmm? They get confused. So actually the problem isn't in the zikr. The problem is in the person that they did zikr without zikr. <laughs> Means they adopted a form of remembrance without feeling the feeling of remembrance. This is a mistake people make. And they just left with the form. And if they keep doing this over and over and over again, then they are left with a form without a reality. Then their salah becomes like that. Salah with the Quran can become like that. They recite masnoon du'as, their du'a becomes like that. But oh, they go on Ummah, even their Tawaf can become like that. Even their Tawaf becomes like that. People have come to me in Makkah Mukarramah, when we were on Umrah, coming right back from Haram, came to me and told me that I made Tawaf just now, but the whole time my heart was empty of any feeling. My mind was wandering and thinking about other things. But my body was making Tawaf of Kaaba. You don't want this to happen. <laughs> None of us wants this to happen to us. And imagine that person who falls so deep into this fitna that all of the above are true. What does it mean? Every time he prays, just the tongue prays, heart is empty. Every time he recites Quran, tongue recites, heart is empty. Every time he makes tawaf, body is moving, heart is empty. Every time he recites tawaf, tongue is reciting, heart is empty. There are some people like that also. All of the above. Allah It's a big fitna. This is the training. Why? Because they left the training of Messiah. First, maybe they had misconception that the Messiah's training is just this, to teach us what to recite. So they left the training. The training of Messiah is the feeling of remembrance. No doubt, we will teach you some forms of remembrance, but the real training is the feeling of remembrance. All forms of remembrance are meant to give rise to the feelings of remembrance. That's why our Mashaikh, they say that all the true Mashaikh are all the same. Even though they may have adopted different forms of remembrance, once they got the feeling of remembrance, then they're all the same. All paths lead to the same goal. But that sentence is only true if you reach the goal. That's only true if you get the feeling of zikr. And if you just have the form without the feeling, that's not called zikr of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Ya ayyuhalladhina amanu kurullaha zikran kathira means that feel the feelings a lot. Feel the feelings a lot. This is why Nabiya Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam 
He said, now I will mention two or three hadith so that you understand clearly, understand clearly. First hadith narrated by Imam Bukhari and Imam Muslim in the Sahihan, that Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa said, that shall I tell you of an act that is of greater value to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, greater value to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, and increases the person more in ranks, even better than were they to spend gold and silver, even better than killing your enemy or being martyred by them. So Sahaba were amazed. They asked Yusufullah, what amal, what act is that? So that the Prophet said, it is the zikr of Allah subhanahu wa What did Nabi Kareem sallallahu mean? He didn't mean any form of remembrance. Then it's the feeling of remembrance. Feeling of remembrance. Then Nabi Kareem sallallahu said another hadith. This is also narrated by Imam Bukhari and Sahih. That, that is called a hadith you could see. The Prophet sallallahu said that Allah ta'ala said, that whomsoever is engaged and occupied in my zikr, means the zikr of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, that Allah ta'ala says that I will grant that person more than if they had spent that time making dua to me. So a person has five minutes free, they could have made dua to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, but instead they occupied themselves in the feeling of remembrance of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, and they were so lost and absorbed in that feeling of remembrance of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that they didn't even make dua for themselves. Hmm? This is called tawaf. This is another way of doing tawaf. That a person is so lost in their feelings for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that they don't actually make dua for themselves in the tawaf. But this is something that has to occur to you naturally. You can't force this to happen. So Allah ta'ala says, that I will grant that person even more than the one who made du'a to me. Allahu Akbar. Obviously, if we make du'a, we can make du'a according to our own mind's understanding. But when Allah Ta'ala Himself will grant, He will grant to His might and majesty. Allahu Akbar, Kabira. Third hadith. Nabi Akrim sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said that in Akhirah, when a person said, Sayyidina Maud ibn Jabal said that the people of Jannah will not regret any single thing except that moment of their life, that moment of their life in which they forgot the zikr of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. In other words, even one moment in which they didn't have the feeling, it's not the form, there's no way any believer can live a life that they're always doing forms of zikr. Allah ta'ala hasn't commanded that from us. Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam that was called a monk. A monk is that person who all who spends his whole life in the form of zikr, always doing worship. So that's not our deen. So what does it mean then? What will a person regret? What were they not supposed to do for one moment? It's not the form of zikr, it's the feeling of zikr. They will regret even one moment of their life in which they didn't feel the feeling of the zikr of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Now you think in our lives, in our homes, hmm? how much of these feelings are there in our heart? How much of these feelings of zikr are there in our homes? How much of these feelings are there in our lives? That home in which the TV is running, that person who is always surfing, hmm? how can that person have such a feeling? Feeling of zikr of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. We must try to get the feeling of zikr of Allah subhanahu wa Our Messiah, they taught one particular form of remembrance. 
that helps getting the feeling of remembrance and that's called zikr kalbi zikr kalbi means zikr of the heart zikr of the heart doesn't mean there can be people who do zikr of the tongue form of remembrance and they also get the feeling of remembrance it doesn't mean the people who zikr of the tongue they don't get the feeling but the form is on the tongue and the feeling is on the heart I'll give you an example. Allah Ta'ala says in Quran, فَذْكُرُونِي أَذْكُرْكُمْ That you remember me, I will remember you. Even that person who does zikr on their tongue, when Allah remembers them, He doesn't send the nur of His hidai on their tongue, He sends the nur on their heart. So they may be remembering Allah Ta'ala with their tongue, but when Allah remembers them, He's not going to send nur on their tongue. He sends it on their heart. So the asal is the heart. That's why Allah Ta'ala said in the Quran, Allah bi-zikrillahi tatma'innul kuloob. The asl is the heart. So then our Messiah, they taught a form of remembrance to get that feeling of remembrance. That form of remembrance is called zikr kalbi To learn and be trained how to remember Allah Ta'ala in your heart. To learn and be trained how to remember Allah Ta'ala from your heart. To learn and be trained how to remember Allah Ta'ala in your heart and from your heart all the time. All the time. Allahu Akbar Kabira. That's called Tasawwuf. That's called Tazkiyah. That's called Zikr. That's the real, true concept of Zikr. May Allah Ta'ala accept each and every one of us to become from the Zakirin. May Allah Ta'ala save us from every aspect of Ghafla. Every fitna. Hmm? May Allah Ta'ala save us from these things. All of these things that we're surrounded by in this world. But if we can fill our hearts with the zikr. Fill our hearts with zikr. Then you will get the heartfelt feeling of zikr. Then you will enjoy. Then you will understand. Until you experience this, you will never understand what zikr is. You will never understand what the path of zikr is. Until you experience experience the feeling of zikr simply form of zikr you will not understand what this is you will only understand when you experience the feeling of zikr for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala the way our Messiah train us in the zikr can be to get this feeling number one that all the time at work wherever you are you should consciously be aware of your heart and make your heart aware of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala this is called Bukufa Kalbin Arabic. Always be aware of your heart and always make your heart aware of Allah subhanahu wa You will have to practice this. You will have to constantly remind your heart to remember Allah subhanahu wa This is a practice. This is what we're trained in. You're trained how to practice this. You're trained how to succeed in it. Second zikr Kalbi is called Muraqaba. Muraqaba means a person sits down for 5, 10, 15 minutes. Before Salah, after Salah. Sometimes before, sometimes after. Sometimes right in the middle of the day when they're free. Sometimes in the depth of the night. Whenever they are free, they spend five, ten minutes sitting, trying to feel the feeling of remembrance in their heart. They don't say anything. Silent. Silent zikr of Allah. So what niyat we make in this zikr is we make niyat that our heart is remembering Allah. How is our heart remembering Allah Ta'ala? Our heart is remembering the name of Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala. Wa ismar rabbik wa tabattal ilayhi tabtila. 
Allah Ta'ala said in Quran, remember the name of your Rabb. The name of our Rabb is Allah. So just remember his name. That's it. Now the barakah of this is, is that Allah Ta'ala's name is so powerful that when you remember his name, you will remember him. Allah Ta'ala said in Quran, Tabarakasmulabbik, full of barakah is the name of your Rabb. So you remember his name in your heart, you will end up remembering him in your heart. When you start remembering him in your heart more and more, you will get the feelings of remembrance in your life. Before we make dua, I want you to practice the zikr for a few moments with me. The way we practice the zikr, we close our eyes in order to forget the world and help us focus on our heart. We close our mind in order to forget our thoughts, help us focus on our heart. It's not meditation. Meditation means to disconnect from the world and connect to yourself. Zikr means disconnect from the world and disconnect from yourself so that your heart can connect to Allah. So we disconnect from the world by closing our eyes. We disconnect from ourselves by closing our thoughts and we connect our heart to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala by making near intention that our heart, our spiritual heart, the heart of our ruh, our qalb, is making zikr of Allah Ta'ala's name, that our qalb is calling Allah, Allah, Allah. Help us to control our anger. Help us to be regular in salah.
salah, put back the feelings in our salah. Ya Rabbi Kareem, protect us from ever becoming distant from you again, distant from deen again, far from you again. Ya Rabbi Kareem, you said in Quran, فَإِنِّي قَرِيبٌ We want to be near to you, nearest to you, dearest to you, beloved to you. Ya Rabbi Kareem, accept these du'as on this night. Ya Rabbi, you said in Quran that when you wish to forgive the sinners, you can even change their sayyat into hasanat, that you can change their sins into good deeds. It will change all the time that we spent in ghafla as if it was time that we spent in zikr. Change all the times we had the form without the feeling. Make it all as if we had the feeling along with the form. Ya Rabbi Kareem, let us adopt all the forms of zikr that are pleasing to you. Grant us the true feelings of zikr that are pleasing to you. Ya Rabbi Kareem, grant us the feeling of haya, the feeling of taqwa, the feeling of shukr, the feeling of sabr, the feeling of tawakkul, the feeling of zikr. Ya Rabbi Kareem, take out from our heart all the unlawful feelings, the unlawful lust, the unlawful anger, the unlawful greed, the unlawful envy, the unlawful pride. Ya Rabbi Kareem, make us true mu'mineen. Make us from your salihin mu'mineen. Make us from the muttaqeen mu'mineen. Make us from the zakirin mu'mineen. Ya Allah, Ya Rabbi Kareem, Ya Rabbi, make dua for all of the ummah, Ya Rabb. Send your hidayah on the ummah, your rahmah on the ummah, your maghfirah on the ummah. Make us an ummah of muttaqeen. Make us an ummah of zakirin. Make us an ummah of salihin. Ya Allah, Ya Rabbi Kareem Ya we make dua, Ya Rabb Let us have the true concept of zikr The true understanding of zikr The true practice of zikr Ya Rabbi Kareem, save us from the deceptions of the akal Save us from the deceptions of the nafs Save us from the delusions of the world Save us from the attractions of creation Ya Rabbi Kareem, make us attracted on deen Firm on deen Steadfast on deen Greatest istikamat on deen Ya Rabbi Kareem, we make dua for all of the Muslims in this country Send your special rahmah, karam, fuzzle on them Put the unity in their heart Put a love in their heart Put a taqwa in their heart, Ya Rabbi Kareem Ya Rabbi make dua for all of the humans in this country Ya Rabbi Kareem, send the hidayah on their heart Accept them for iman Grace them with Iman, select them for Iman, Ya Rabbi Kareem. Accept each and every one of us for the khidmat of deen, dawat of deen, khidmat of your ummah, khidmat of your creation. Ya Allah, Ya Rabbi Kareem, we make dua that you send rain on this country. End the drought, Ya Rabbi Kareem. Send the rain of your mercy. Ya Allah, send the rain of your mercy on the hearts of the people and send the merciful rains on the lands of the people. Ya Rabbi Kareem, revive our dead heart, Ya Rabb. Revive the dead lands, Ya Rabb. Revive our dead homes, Ya Rabb. Revive the dead marriages, Ya Rabb. Revive the dead families, Ya Rabb. Any place, Ya Rabbi Kareem, where we have failed, Ya Rabb. Help us, Ya Rabb. Guide us, Ya Rabb. Forgive us, Ya Rabb. Ya Rabbi Kareem, out of your rahmah, karam, and fazl, accept our du'as on this night. Ya Allah, anyone who is in their heart, whether they are present or they are far, whenever they may be listening, Ya Allah, grant them a share in these du'as. Ya Allah, honor their pious wishes. Fulfill their pious requests. Forgive us all for our sins and make us amongst your true lovers and beloveds. Ya Allah, Ya Rabbi Kareem. Rabbana takabbal minna innaka anta al-sameel alim. Wutubu alayna innaka anta al-tawab al-rahim. Wa sallallahu ta'ala ala habibihi Sayyidina Muhammad wa ala alihi wa sahbihi ajma'een. Bi rahmatika ya arhamal rahimeen.